Luke and Susie with Faith, Family, Culture. And Susie, if she was put into a situation where she had to choose um, putting her head into a car door and slamming the door on it, or sitting in a meeting that is too long and not really being productive, she would slam her head in a car door. Kate Christie, the author of Me First, and probably half the time I'm the source of the meeting she wants to escape. Um, (laughs) We're going through some planning and productivity basics, and and right now we've gone through planning, calendar, and batching. We're going to talk about meeting basics because we've all experienced, even if we are to blame for some of them, being in meetings that just make us die on the inside because there's no need for us to be there. We're not achieving anything, but everyone still needs to talk around in circles anyway. Uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm with Susie on this. I would honestly rather poke my eye out with a blunt stick than yeah. attend some of those meetings. Yeah. Well, I, and it's funny because I've, yeah, there's, there's different people in the world. There are people who are all action and very little thought. And they just do, 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 do. There are some people who are all thought and never do anything. <laughs> and they love a good meeting. And, and, yeah. and I am, my entire being is right in the middle where I can't stand just thinking without action. I can't stand just action without thinking. But so there's a certain point where I'm enjoying the meetings because the thinking process and the planning and let's get the strategy right. But if it goes too long without actually then anything happening, then it's like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm as itchy as Susie. So we've got yeah, all different... Yeah, very quickly into that. Yeah. Okay, I've had enough. I want to leave now, yeah. mode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, great. Well, let's talk about... Let's take five hours to talk about it as long as that five hours means that what comes at the other end is significant movement. If we, yes. if we talk for 30 minutes and there's no movement, it could kill my soul. If we talk for five hours and there's huge movement, <laughs> it could be the most exhilarating thing for me. So really, in the end, it's the result of whether we're actually doing anything. Yeah. So, so with all different approaches, with all different mindsets, with all different personalities, we keep having these meetings that, that seem to cater towards the least efficient way to do things. Yeah, and, and it honestly is probably the single biggest cost that organisations incur is is meetings that aren't action-oriented. And you've absolutely hit the nail on the head in terms of the, there, needs, there needs to be an action associated with them. Yeah. So, so a couple of meeting basics that uh, I live and breathe by. Um, number one is if you're going to call a meeting, it has to have an agenda. Don't just have a meeting and expect people to turn up because they will just sit there and talk and they'll talk and talk and talk and talk. So every meeting, if you're going to invite people to a meeting, you need to have an agenda. The agenda needs to clearly say who the chairperson is, so who's going to facilitate the discussion and who the timekeeper is. That needs to be someone else because the timekeeper's role is to make sure that the agenda items are kept to time. The third rule, and this one is critical, is meetings are not for spectators, okay? We just want decision makers and subject matter experts in the room. We don't want all and sundry and the whole team there because that's just wasting their time. We want decision makers and we want subject matter experts. We want the meetings to be kind of short and sweet. You don't have to have a two-hour meeting or a 60-minute meeting because that's your Google default. Have 15-minute meeting, have a 20-minute meeting. You don't have to have every single thing on the agenda. And, and then I think the final thing I'd say in terms of basics is keep minuting really simple. Yeah. We don't need to have Hansard of these meetings. He said, said this, then Luke said that, and Susie said this, and Kate said that. 
Minuting should just be who, what, when. Who has the action, what is the action, and when is it due? And that way you're keeping meetings very action-oriented. Yeah. This is how we do our dates, Kate, Susan and I. <laughs> and that's half a joke and it's half well, – we do money dates and it's been the best thing for our relationship and we come out of this, have a coffee, we sit down, we find the space and then we talk about our finances and then in the end going, okay, we're going to meet. We're going to have another date next week and who's going to do what in that next week and, you know, what is it, you know, are we going to do this but it's going to be – Here's the date that you're going to come back with that, and you're going to sort out the tax, and you're going to sort out, you know, looking to sell some things, or and and it's it's this interesting thing because it sounds like in every way of my life, it sounds like the epitome of connection and fun and joy. What it does is it has us on the same page, going towards the same goal, and working together to achieve something. No greater camaraderie that comes in our marriage than than that. When so often we find ourselves pushed an individual, apply that to the office. With that clarity and that efficiency, then the connection that you can have with your colleagues, because you're not the person who comes in and wastes their time, you're the person who makes their life better, could be huge. Very much so. I think it's just, it's so important, particularly with dead hours lost to lots and lots of internal meetings. Uh, So have that clarity, have that purpose. And, And the other thing I'd say is that really meetings, especially internal meetings, shouldn't ever be for information meetings. If you need to convey information to people, do it in a different way. Send them an email, send them a, a voice text to the whole team. Um, meetings should be two, for two purposes only, for discussion or for decision. But it shouldn't just be a big information share piece. It has to be leading towards action and outcome. Yeah. But, I mean, in the modern world of technology, and this is something that I've, I've, I've enjoyed doing is to go if I just need to tell someone a story but there's a way that it needs to be done verbally rather than just in written in an email record yourself on a video and send an email and then they can watch it and at the speed and the time and the place that they need to to get the information that you need to convey you don't Absolutely. need to have a live meeting great, that close out. it's a great way of conveying that information and it also then brings with it you know, uh, body language because you're yeah. you're talking to video. It's just a really nice way to connect with people. They can hear the intonation in your voice. You yeah. don't have to have everybody in the room at once. Yeah. The other things the the other thing that organisations often do is that they hold their meetings in the morning, which is usually people's most impactful brain time. Yeah. And yet they're being pulled into these kind of mundane big talk fests right in the middle of when they have these beautiful, magnificent brains and it's a waste. Yeah. So if it's if it's not a complex topic that you're discussing or you're making decisions on, push your meetings into the afternoon and allow your people to get their good work done in the mornings yeah. uninhibited. Well, I know that Susie um, is certainly one who's indicated that I am the source of um, the the conversations that go on too long in meetings, and I get that. (laughs) I I dislike myself for it too, Kate. But but you know me. I love a good chat. Kate Christie, the author of Me First, thank you so much for helping us through living our best life with our productivity. Thanks, Luke.